following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Is hanging with the boys. Broadcasting live from Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco. Now, your hosts, Nate Newton, Kirk Daniels, and Shannon Gross. Monday. Man, it just does not feel like we should even be talking about football. It's so dead right now. <laughs> yeah, it is. How are Pretty you, Kirk? Quiet. Good. How are you? Looking good with that Man, hair. I looked as good as you in that. That hair on your head there. and on your back. What, what did you <laughs> roll around in the uh, in the dog blanket maybe. today? I might have. Who knows? Man, Nate, what's up? <laughs> it's been traveling, having fun. Pink, man. traveling. Pink is your color. Yeah, that man. Makes you look makes you look happy. Well, you know, you know. No, man, I was going to say something crazy, man. Uh, oh, I've been having fun. See, when I go back home to right. Florida and I can be Nate Newt, I'd be saying it and everything. <laughs> got to get out of Nate oh, mode. Oh, we got to get out of Nate mode. Where have you been traveling? Okay, you remember last Super Bowl, right? Yep, Louisiana, right? Went there, spent you know the whole day there. Got up that night, came back. Rest of the day, we did the show there. Went to uh, what the Midland. Rest of the day, mm-hmm. drove back from Midland, went there. Rest of the day, went down to Florida. How long were you in Florida? A day. A day? I just, Jeez. Yeah, I left like Friday, going in, well, yeah, was it Friday going into Saturday? No, it was Thursday morning going into Friday. It's 5 o'clock in the morning. I got up, drove to Florida, got there at Orlando at 11 o'clock that night. Dang. Picked my wife up at the airport. Got up that morning about nine. Went out to my school called Tiger Pride, Jones High Tiger. So we did that all day, and I drove this little town called Lottie, where my mom grew up. That's where her people at. We hung out up there, and then we went to sleep. We went to church, you know, Sunday school and church. And we got up and drove back Sunday evening all the way. We, we got in last night at three o'clock. Jeez. Wow. That's why I text y'all and say, we still doing this shit? Because I was going to stay in Florida. I said, baby, let's stay in Florida have some fun. He said, you got, you got hanging with the boys. I said, let me make sure. When y'all said, oh, we all in. Man, you, on the road. We weren't going to come unless you, unless you was having a show. You should have just blown us off. Yeah. Stay nah, in Florida. Had nah, nah, man. Nah. Nah. See, that's what I'm saying. I had to break up out of that Nate Noon mode. See, I'm blowing y'all off next Monday. Are you? Oh, my God. Uh. Well, going? You know what? It ain't well, it's a holiday, season. though, isn't it? It, it don't bother. It. it ain't football season. I don't care. Blow us off. President's but... Day. Next Monday's a holiday. We don't get that off. It's President's Day. We do Day. this year. We do. They HR added it. They did. So what did yeah. Trump threaten y'all with? No, I'm just. Kidding. <laughs> <laughs> that president huh? gave us a day off. Apparently, I'm going back home. Mardi Gras. No way. Yeah. I'm leaving. Uh... Mama Gross. No, you're gonna. No, hold on. Yeah, she's excited, <laughs> on, man. man. She's already planning the day out. And hold on. Hold the on. The weekend and. This hurts my feelings. Uh oh. I, I said well, I'm coming over before we call you. Before we call before you call us back, Kurt. Yeah. I said, "How's your mother, Shannon? Oh, I'm going home to see da da da. Now we get on the show. Oh, it's Mardi Gras. I'm going home. Yeah. And oh, by the way, yeah, by the way, why your mama got to be the by the way? Why the Mardi Gras can't be by the way? It is. I haven't been. I haven't <laughs> been home in Mardi Gras in probably. Who you think he's going home years. for the most? Mardi Gras. Yeah. No uh, hurricane. Have you ever been to Mardi Gras in Monroe, Louisiana? No. It ain't nothing special. <laughs> My mom's the only special thing back there. Oh, and Miss Patty. Yeah, Ooh. and Patty. Patty's playing Saturday before the parade. They start at like eleven in the morning. Uh, they had this big cookout, and so yeah. So I'm going back. Going back Friday night eating crawfish. Saturday, Patty's playing all day, praying Parade. Saturday night, Sunday, hanging out, driving back to the casino on Sunday, spending the night at the casino Sunday, and that's why I won't see y'all Monday. <laughs> Let me say this here, man. Nate, Nate. We should have. We missed the biggest show. We Miss Patty, New Orleans Saints. We missed it. A really crying and whining saint we could have got on the show. <laughs> we could have. Could have. Should have brought her over. You know, Nate drive all the way back from Florida overnight to be on their mm-hmm. show. You can't drive back from. I don't have the fortitude of Nate when it comes to driving. <laughs> but see, now Nate gave up the alcohol. That's yeah. why Nate can pop That's up true. here. That's I'm going to need to sleep a little bit before I head back on Monday. <laughs> this just, is a little side note. 
my mother-in-law used to say that Danny White always looks like he drove straight through from Florida. <laughs> he had those <laughs> those big eyes. Anytime he looked to the sideline at Landry, yeah, wow, he looked a little bit space. So are we not here Monday, Douglas? I don't think so. Uh-oh. I'm pretty sure HR sent when they sent out their New Year's email with the list of the days off the president's day is now official oh send that to me because Derek okay. doesn't think that because i asked him this morning if we were off because i turned in my vacation request and he said yeah, no i don't think that's day back man kurt's looking it up i'm gonna look this up all right let's talk some football talk football kurt why not nate i'm with you man douglas yes yes okay sound <laughs> <laughs> a big ball baby here we go here we go. What is it? All right. Kurt, uh, Kurt sent me a list of several things, so I'm going to jump in the middle right here. Okay. Do you think they're going to franchise D-Law again, or do you think they should? What do you think is going to happen with that? I think he's just signing. Yeah, long-term deal? Uh, at least three years, you know. Uh, he's an integral part of what of your success, Uh he does everything you ask, but I know he's a volatile guy. You know, he, mm-hmm. he won't – I don't know. And maybe I could be wrong. But I don't think he'll be one of them guys that hide, hide his anger. He ain't going to be – you know, I think he'll let the press know that he's not happy about this. And, mm-hmm. ooh, I just don't want to even imagine that with him. Well, you yeah. think they even consider it? I mean, who else they would they – they got a franchise tag, and I don't know who else they'd use well, it on. Well, okay, who is up? It's D-Law, it's – what what you call is in his fourth year. This is Cole Beasley. He's a you know. Would you franchise him after that? It's no. You can't franchise no Cole Beasley. No, no. I mean that's and they yeah. and they haven't t- they haven't really used the franchise tag a lot in past years. No, they don't. They don't have to use it for sure. But but who is like the guys that are up? Tell us because I'm talking about guys that 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 are impactful. Your big your big your biggest names are D Law Beasley Tavon. Swain, <coughs> Damian no, Wilson, no, Justin March Lillard, no, Rod Smith, no, Jameez Olawale, no. The only guy that you possibly can say we 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 can tag, and I don't think, excuse me, I don't think you're tagging this year is, is uh, your quarterback. Yeah, you got Dak, Amari, Byron Jones, and Zeke coming up. With those next are the guys year. next year, right? Yeah, and they are, and they all and they all on the contract. What Dak is four or five years. Dak is up. This year, after this year, right? After this, this year, year, yeah. Yeah, because he's a fourth-round pick, so he's mm-hmm. up. So now you can tag him, but – Not this year. Not this year. I mean – So you would either use it on – you would use it on D-Law or nobody, really. Nobody, I don't think, right. yeah. And I don't – I think if they – I mean, <coughs> D-Law was pretty clear. It sounded like that he didn't want to – he was only doing to do this once. He only wanted to be franchised. Happy once. about it one year. Yeah, yeah. Do it to me two years. Yeah, he was not going to be thrilled, mm-hmm. so I – I'm with Nate. I don't think they. I think they need to sign him. They don't want to go down there. Let me ask you this, and no one really has brought this up, but I and, and and I think yes. But was he productive enough to go spend this kind of money on, or could you just bring somebody in here to be as productive of a year as what he had? What were his stats this year? He had ten sacks. And let me ask you this right here: mm-hmm. you you looking at sacks or just impact of his of what he does for this team? Yeah. No, I agree. I I, yeah, I think just, he's worth the money, but I'm just I haven't heard anybody have that argument if he was worth it or not. Because on paper, ten sacks, can you go get a guy to get ten sacks? But I'm with you. He did a lot more than just those ten sacks and what that looks like. Before last paper. year, how many guys we had that were giving us ten sacks? Right. Nobody. So, it, it's Is just it, like spot track who keeps tracks of contracts and everything. They say his market value is nine point six million per year for six years which would make him the highest-paid defensive end. Would you think he's worth that? I don't know if I'd sign anybody a six-year contract. <laughs> That's why I say three years, you know, with an option, if you can if, if you can get, get up under your caps. You think about it, man. I ain't good at uh, the caps. And, you know, mm-hmm. I understand how it functions, but actually getting the guy under it and making it comfortable for you and him, you know. Are they having those conversations now? When well, do yeah. they start having those uh, conversations? Uh, as soon as the season's over, with, uh, Mr. Jones or uh, his, his people, uh, Mr. Stephen, you know, they, 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 the smart guys are on it. Mm-hmm. 
You know, they're, they're, they're having those discussions, you know. Now you may take two or three days, but the, the inner workings of building a team never stop. Uh, the inner workings of a team, the management never stops. Like a lot of guys don't know, season over with, you and Kurt may have taken a day or two to, 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 to uh, take a deep breath, but y'all back. Even, even in, in, in our media, mm-hmm. publications, y'all don't never stop. You know, when Monday come, you know, like you just said, you had to put in your um, vacation days. If, if the season was over with for you, you wouldn't have to worry about it. Like, hey, Nate just took off. Bye. Right. <laughs> A lot of people don't know that. How does that How does that work when it comes to contracts? Is it Steven or and you know they, they Adam? Down. Are they talking to the agent or are they? When do they loop the play? When does the player get looped uh, in? The, 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 the agent can call any time. Steven, can, I don't know. If Steven can call the agent any time, but they can call the agent any time. Mm-hmm. And uh, so the agents, you know, they got their numbers and all that, but. It's a certain time you can discuss, especially with other people. It ain't so much with yours. You can talk to your people mm-hmm. within your building, but it's when you want to go outside the building, you know, looking at other players. It's a, it's a it's a period that you can go through that, you know. But it's a way they can do that too. Can how talk. Much, how much is the player actually involved? How much is it just left to the agent? It just depends it? on who the player is mm-hmm. and how much he want to control. What'd you do? I, I was in on mine. I was like, what we doing today? How we going to handle this? You know, so and then once he tell me how we're going to do it, then we stick right to what we, what we talked about. You know, if anything changed, I've been I never hear it through the media. I've been I never hear about nobody else talking about it. You know, as soon as something changed, you know, you boom. Nate Newton. Yeah, so, but some guys, the agents do everything, and then they wind up in the end of the day with not a penny. Yeah. And then the guys who control the agents, you know. So did you have like a – when you would negotiate, did you have like a number in your head and you were like, hey, here's kind of the range where I'm yeah, at? Yeah, yeah but, yeah, but see, I was always realistic mm-hmm. of where I was, who I was with, what was my situation. And and and, and uh, some guys – don't have, don't don't walk in with their eyes wide open or, or, or looking at the market for what it really is. They, you know, players today, uh, which I can't blame them. They going for every penny, mm-hmm. every uh, you know where they can get it. So, uh, like Cole Beasley, you know, he he think he's an eight nine million dollar guy, and it's just Nate saying this now. This ain't Cole Beasley ain't said this, but he think he's an eight nine million dollar guy. You know, that ain't, let the market show us. <coughs> the market will show you right where you at. Mm-hmm. You know, you go out there, you get that six, seven, eight million dollars. You gone, you out there. You know, let's see. But then he'll be one of them guys that remember when he said, "Well, you know, you pay all them guys all that money, you throw them the ball." But if you become a seven, eight, nine million dollar guy, they gonna throw you the ball too. Believe <laughs> that. Believe that. Can't afford not to. Because the owner going to say, hey, we just gave this dude this amount of money and we can't get him two passes a game. So pro, pro, pro Football Focus graded Lawrence the 51st best player in the league, which is pretty good. But they had six edge rushers higher than him. Ooh, 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 ooh. I don't have the full list so I can go through it. But, I mean, do you think that – is there any concern about paying him and you know making him the number one salaried guy? You spend all your see, money there. See, it's a number. I, I, I think when you're dealing with guys on his level, you know, and I'm not a negotiator, but I wouldn't play. I wouldn't play with him. I'd just say, look at here, bro. What are y'all looking for? And this is what we're willing to give. Mm-hmm. You know, let, let, let's find some numbers and let's get this done. That, that, that's how I would handle it, but I'm I'm not a negotiator. You know, my way probably would not work. You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> it's just certain guys I ain't going to play with. Yeah. You know, and, and and I mean on both edges. And what I mean by what I'm saying is, this is what we're offering you, bro. We, this is your market value. We've done the research. This is what you're worth in our eyes. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I ain't finna go way over that. I'm not finna go way over that. Yeah. Because if you do, then, then you then you shot. I mean, as long as you fair, as long as you fair, you know, like like that thing got him as he would be the highest paid guy. 
Mm-hmm. He wouldn't probably be my highest paid guy, but he'd probably be in my top five. Yeah. You know. Do you have the other five guys? Well, it's guys like Khalees Campbell from Jacksonville, Khalil Mack, Von Miller, J.J. Watt, Cameron Jordan, Trey Flowers, Brandon Graham, J- Jed Davis. So Trey Flowers then jumped up there, huh? Yeah, I mean, there's – Trey Flowers, that's New England guy, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, there's... That dude, that beast. <coughs> that's pretty Number good 98. company. Number 98. That dude, that beast. But if they don't pay him, somebody probably will. Yeah, somebody will get him. Somebody will pay that overpay or pay what he's worth. Yeah. Let's go to the phones real quick. Costas in New York. What's up? Hey, guys. How are you? Great. How you been, man? Good, man. Uh, no football. Well, no, the AFL. But anyway, I, I was saving this question for the offseason that I wanted to get Nate and your guys' opinion. So what's the difference between like a practice squad guy and a guy who just makes the team? You know, like, what's the difference between a, a fourth cornerback on your desk chart, for example, and your second or your first? You know what I mean? Like, what separates the player? Like, if you had a Nate, if you had a couple of characteristics, what are the one or two thing that makes a guy like, say, I was high on Charles Tapper, for instance, mm-hmm. and I'm wondering, like, why didn't he make the injuries? Team? Yeah, like, so is that a factor of like yes, injuries who can is. make it to the NFL? Like, if you can stay healthy, if like, what are your main things? Like, like so you, m- for example, right? You were an undrafted guy, and you went on to Pro Bowls. Like, what was the change in you and what you see in other players? So that was my question. Great question, by the way. So Thanks for calling, Costas. Sure, depending, of course. Sir, it's so many, depending on who's the head of your scouting department, who's who's running it, it's so many variations. To, it, ain't, it ain't no one or two major things because some people go off character, you know, if you, if you have some bad incidents off the field, you go off the board. Uh, if you had a bad history, like some people don't like drafting injured players. They ain't doing it. We we around here, you know, don't hold that against a player if he had a major injury or not. Because um, uh, what hurts a lot of players is they go to colleges that fits their uh, skill set and all of a sudden, the defensive line coach leave. A new defensive coordinator changes the whole program, and 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 and, and Tapper was one of those guys. He went from a edge rushing guy at Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, to to a two gapping guy. That was not him. All that did was got him beat up and injured. You know, so when he got here, even though he was the fastest thing we done seen in a long time coming off the edge, couldn't stay healthy. Yeah, because we we talked about that at lunch one day that the difference between a starting starting player in the NFL and a practice squad guy is so so small minimal man these days. Depends on what a coach like too. So it's so many answers to that. You can just pick one out. You can virtually I'm gonna pick one out of the sky because I like Darren Armstrong. You know Charles Haley like him, Mm -hmm. but for some reason he can't get on the field right now. You know. Uh, I liked it, uh, Taco charging when he came, but I was never over enthused about him, you know. But first round pick, you keep getting opportunities. That's what happened. Your first round pick, you keep getting opportunities. So uh, I don't know, man. I, I wish I could answer that. It's just so many variables that come into it. You think Armstrong will get more chances this year now that he's had a year to prove himself? Man, I sure hope so. Yeah, I sure hope so. You know. Coaches are saying, hey, we don't slot guys. And then they'll turn around and slot a guy. Yeah, they're obviously <laughs> going to give a Taco Charlton more chances. Than- yeah, I'm like, you don't slot guys, but then you turn around and say, well, he's this type of guy, you know. But we're going we gonna to leave the door open. I'm going to tell you what. Darren Armstrong got something about him, and I hope they give him a chance. Sometimes the coaches don't want to slot him, but the GM does. I'm not talking about here specifically, yeah. but just in the business. Yeah. What What always amazes me about all these guys? Question, though. Yeah, great question. question. Yeah. It amazes me is there's some guys that that just don't catch on, <laughs> and then all of a sudden they get with the right team in the right situation, and it almost like Keith Smith. Got cut what twelve times, thirteen <laughs> yeah. times, and then when he got here, he found a role. He was a linebacker, and then he was a special teams guy, and then he was a fullback. Now he continued his career and went to Oakland, 
You got guys like Justin March Lillard that, you know, well, basically out of the league, and then he gets signed as kind of a, hey, we need a guy, get him off the couch, yeah. bring him in. Now he's been on this team for, what, three years, two, and, three years Antoine now? Antoine Woods might be a good yeah. example of that. He's found a role here after getting, not getting hardly any chance with yeah. the before it's, then. It's like you said, there's so many variables, like right place, right time, right situation, getting a chance. You know, it, it's – how much – how much politics play in behind the scenes and stuff like that? Not as much as it used to. The money is too tight. Mm. And the teams that really care about winning, they ain't really caring about their politics. If this guy can't – if I ask you straight if this guy can play, and you say, yeah, he can play, then Sunday come and he don't – well, why he's not on the field? You told me this guy can play. Mm-hmm. Now you get, now you're putting your job on the line. So, you know, whereas you could take care of brother-in-law and all that and uncle to the cousin or the brother and all. No, a lot of that's leaving because it's it's too tight. The money the money is too tight. You're overpaying quarterbacks for number one. You know, we, we you're overpaying your quarterbacks to the point where if he get hurt, your, your team just – it ain't no team. It's, it's gone. It's through. You know, so – Let's go back to the phones. Donnie in Michigan. What's up, Donnie? Well, he's Donnie, awesome. I get it. You got to get it straight, Shannon. All right. Well, <laughs> I don't know you that well, so I'll let you call yourself that. My, my wife says average, but she's from Wisconsin. She doesn't know anything. Okay. All right. Fair enough. How's it uh, going? I got a question for Nate. You know, being a player, looking at how the league has changed so many rules relative to player safety, there's one thing they haven't done that's bothered me. When it comes to kick blocking below the waist, they don't allow it on kicks and kicking plays. But I go back to what happened in, uh, in the beginning of the season when Zach Barton was pulling, and a uh, D-back came out and took him out at the knees. So uh, as, as, a, as a player, why do, you, why do you think that they haven't uh, made those type of blocks illegal? They're, they're not illegal in high school and college, for that matter. Um, but on... Why isn't the NFL, when, when, you're, when players are your commodity, especially with the contracts we have now, why do you think they haven't? Uh... They, they're just, um, they just, they're picking and choosing. Uh, they say as long as a player is aware that he's maybe finna get cut in certain situations, like, a, you know, pulling on a sweep and you got a 300-pound guy finna hit, hit a 180-pound guy. Right. The 180-pound guy, you either stand there and take it, or get out of the way, or cut the guy. As long as that guy, you and that guy can see each other, I can see you going low, I should be able to kind of make some adjustments, but it don't always happen that way. So uh, you don't think players have an issue with that then? Uh, nah, man. Okay. Nah. It, I'm, let me ask you a question. Sure. Nah, and I'm going to tell you how I feel before you let you answer. I like violence in football. Okay, how about you? I love violence in football. Okay, so tell me this: Do you really like to hit people? It, 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 we uh, we 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 we're taking that control violence out of football, and it's going to become a point where it's going to be nothing but a fantasy football league, which that's fine with me. You know, as long as I'm sitting behind this mic and talking to these two guys, I'm good. <laughs> you know, but that's what our league is going. We're going we're gonna to take the violence out of the game, and we're going to take the referees out of the game, and all of a sudden you're going to have a computerized fantasy league, and, and uh, that's, that's where it's going. I mean, you can't – you can't – the reason we watch it is the closest thing to gladiators. Right. Then you got hockey. And after hockey, I don't know no other sport that – get physical so rugby. not like this rugby, yeah. rugby but we we're not a, a nation yet that has grasped that full force yeah no, i i loved i i enjoyed the super bowl because of the defense better than i enjoyed the uh the uh rams, Brother, against, super, rams that, the kansas city game i i love seeing contact that's, so, that's that super bowl was awesome man yeah. i people look at me like man that was about brother you know i was born in 1961 don't tell me about soft you know, <laughs> is that where the number sixty-one right. came from? Oh my God! What? You know, man, it's like my number. I'm born in sixty-one, so I got the number sixty-one. Oh. I got that from another dude. Thank you, uh, my man. Hey, Donnie, stay awesome. Thanks for calling us, buddy. Thanks, <laughs> good Thank question. You. Yeah, I mean, you know, everything is geared for the offense. Mm-hmm. If you're a wide receiver. You know, 
What do you have to cry about? Man, catch the ball. Ain't nobody going to hit you. <laughs> mm. Catch Dang. the ball. Catch you don't the think ball. those catch guys are going to get hit over the middle? It's getting to where they're not. Let Maybe me they're you. not going to get close. Let me, like let me ask you this to. right here. They do. They're getting a penalty. Yeah. Let, me, let, me say, let me ask you this right here. When I, well, before I played, they had this dude named Atkins play for the, uh, for the Raiders. Uh, they had another guy. Go back and look at them 60, at the 70 Raiders. Yeah. And tell me who their secondary was. Brother. Uh, was it Hayes, Lester Hayes back there? Lester Hayes, but it, I'm talking about it was before them. Uh, dude broke a cat's neck from the Cardinals. I can't think of his name. Let me say this right here. Yeah, man. one guy got paralyzed. Yeah, let, let me say this right here. If the Steelers, Cowboys, are Raiders, and I'm talking about from 70, from 68 to about 79, if those cornerbacks and safeties were playing today, I promise you, maybe one or two receivers would be surviving in this game. <laughs> no, because those guys would be penalized. That's what I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm trying to tell There's you. still big hits over there. I mean... Maybe guys are de- guys are definitely softer. What, you don't what, think what, Xavier Woods can throw a hit once in a while? How many? Here's here's what I have a problem with. <laughs> Not like those guys because those guys could get away with. Here's it. what I have a problem with though. Yeah. It's getting to the point where if you have a totally legal hit, right, and it's just a you just blow somebody up and it's legal and you hit yeah, them with your shoulder, they're throwing the flags there. now because it looks like they got hit too hard. That's right. part of the game. Like, I get it if you headhunt, if helmet to helmet, and if you even if you put a shoulder into a helmet. But, like, I've seen penalties over the last couple of years where a guy just basically hits a guy with his shoulder, shoulder to shoulder, and because it looked too violent, they right. threw a flag for – what do they call it? Unprotected receiver or whatever? That's defenseless receiver. Yeah. So you you got to separate you know the guy from the ball. You know why they're doing this, right? Why? Because the players then started suing because they got hurt in the game. Mm. Let, me, let, me, let, me, let, let, me, let me tell you something. They lawsuit for concussion. <laughs> the judge had, had to almost eliminate the court the court, the the lawyers that was over that, because they was not willing to give the players their money. They made players jump through hoops. They send them to their doctors. So if they act telling you that they trying to help players, uh-huh. that ain't that ain't it. What they trying to do is saying, hey, we got a we got a situation. These players now are signing virtually waivers. Do you know that this can happen? You don't have. You can stop right today. Yeah. So. Stop with that right there, and I'm with Shannon on. You hit a dude. You say, okay, hit with your shoulder. Don't lead with your head. You hit a dude right here. Yeah, Xavier Woods had a perfect example yeah. of that this year. And all yeah. of a sudden, all the receiver got to do is, <laughs> here come a flag. Mm-hmm. They run. They 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 do a review to see if they need to kick the player out. And instead of saying, oh, he didn't hit him with his head, let's even pick up the flag. It's simple. Yeah. They don't do it. They see. That's why, and I may not never get a chance to see this again. But that's why this Super Bowl was so great. That's why this Super Bowl was so great because for once, the defense truly had an impact on the game. Besides getting a lucky turnover, uh, you know, you got Super Bowls where eight hundred nine thousand yards. Come on, man, seventy five. 300 points being, come on, man. This, I'm sitting there in Louisiana, man, I'm telling you. And a uh, guy walking to me, man, this is sorry Super Bowl. I said, hey, man, you got to get away from me with that. <laughs> yeah. He looked at me, I said, you know who you're talking to? He, I said, I'm 57, bro. Oh, okay, yeah, you, yeah, I'm different. I'm different, bro. I, you, you talking about somebody just sitting there loving it? I'm sitting there just like, wow, this is some real football. Because now – all defenses are now is just you you paying a dude. Listen to what you what you what you just said thirty seconds ago or thirty minutes ago. Should we pay Demarcus Lawrence? Well, in today's world, I wouldn't pay him. Why would I want to pay Demarcus Lawrence? All he's gonna do is get about eighteen sacks. You know, maybe he impact the game, maybe he don't. But in today's world, I just pay all offensive guys. 
<laughs> I go out and pay every offensive guy I can pay because the defense don't mean nothing. Just go score 40 on everybody. Yeah, go score 40. <laughs> Until you run into a team that do want to play defense, yeah. and that's the New England Patriots. Mm-hmm. Right. Hopefully the Cowboys, too. Right. We'll see. Let's take a quick break. When we come back, let's talk about stuff. All right. On Hanging with the Boys. A man's Stetson doesn't just protect him from life's elements. It projects an unstoppable and legendary spirit, just like the men wearing silver and navy on the field every Sunday. Since 1865, Stetson hats are American-made with pride right here in Texas. They are still the official crown of all self-respecting cowboys. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Find Stetson hats in the pro shop or at Stetson.com today. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Jack Black? Right now, you can get the Jack Black Playmaker, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The Playmaker includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm and a Cowboys can cooler. Go to getjackblack.com cowboys and use the code word COWBOYS. The Jack Black Playmaker, 10 bucks, free shipping. Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game weekend travel packages with sideline access and photo ops with current players, alumni, and cheerleaders. That's not all, though. You'll get to talk X's and O's with Senior Director of Player Personnel Will McClay and, of course, with yours truly, me, Brian Broaddus. You can trust the official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, and with us, you'll travel like a pro. Visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. While a player can look good on paper, it's when he's out on the field that you really find out what he's made of. That's why the Cowboys rely on more than just stats and scouting reports when building their team. When picking a tractor, it's why you should rely on more than just specs and features. You've got to take it out and put it to the test. The Cowboys did when they named John Deere their official tractor. Experience one for yourself. Visit myjohndeeredealer.com slash football. Back to Hanging with the Boys. Back, Hanging with the Boys. Kurt. Back, underwear. And your hair. It's back. Tommy John gives you the feeling of freedom where it counts with a contour pet pouch that nestles the boys. With over 3 million pairs sold, we put in the hustle to make sure you're nestled. Shop exclusive Cowboys underwear at TommyJohn.com forward slash Cowboys. I know we talked about this. I know we talked about this, but did hair fall out all over your body? We've talked about that, sir. Remind me. I don't think he answered. Did you you lose your eyebrows? I lost some. I didn't lose all my hair. I lost some hair everywhere. Okay. Did you lose all your eyebrows? Because they're back. I lost some hair everywhere. Not, a, not No, you lost. That rhymes. Well, I guess you shaved your head. I shaved my head because I had patches. Because you look like you had mange, yeah, head, right? Yeah, exactly. All right. I just couldn't remember. I know we discussed it. But. You so so as, you you full, as, you, as, you, you, as you got a full head of hair everywhere... <laughs> you have multiple Why heads. do you two want to know that? Do you have multiple heads of hair, Kurt? <laughs> Only one person. <laughs> Only one, one person needs to know that. She ain't listening. So. Okay. Why do you want to know I that? I just curious. You just want to know, brothers. In case we love you, Kurt, as your as, yeah. as as his mother would say, we love you, Kurt. Yeah. Uh-huh. As Mama Gross would say. In case I go through some Trauma oh, in yeah. my life. You probably got less down there than I do. I don't want to hear about it. <laughs> Manscaper. Oh. Wow, that took that took All a right. left turn quick, <laughs> didn't it? Uh, wow. What were we talking about for we football? Hey, hey, check this out. Check this out. What you got in the cup? Is that coffee? It's coffee. Oh. Hey, check this out. Check this out. What? I'm serious. The way the NFL is going, you got a Khalil Mack. Makes a hundred million dollars, uh, Donald. Now these are elite guys. Mm-hmm. They make a hundred million dollars. Watt, you know, had a comeback year. That's amazing. You know, uh, Trey Fowers for the New England. Ooh, that's a beast. Mm-hmm. Somebody gonna be fortunate because I don't think New England want to pay him more than two or three years. So mm-hmm. they may have a little tag situation going on there, a little franchise. If if he's up at that level yet, I don't know where he's at in his contract. But I'm telling you something. If you want to win on defense, you have to you have to be able to score twenty five points a game. If you if you got elite defense, 
they going they going to protect you. Mm-hmm. But if you just score 25 points a game, you going to be you going to be something special. You're going to be something special. So that's why I said uh you got to either make up your mind that you want to be elite on defense and take care of the guys at the right time because it ain't going to last long for D-Law because mm-hmm. it took him so long to get crunk up. He got he got this – he's 28, 29, 30, by 31. Yeah, downhill. Yeah, I ain't saying he's going downhill, but mm-hmm. you you don't want to be stuck. Right. So 20, 29, yeah, he got three years with an option. See, that's what – that's that is just Nate. Right. Nate don't know. So don't, you know, y'all can, Big Doom killing you, man. Y'all can tweet it out whatever you want, but that's just Nate. 28, 29, 30. Yeah. I give him three years an option. I'll work it out somehow the way. Let me ask y'all this. Knowing how that Super Bowl was, and it was low scoring and defense won the Super Bowl, and knowing how they built this team and how the defense stepped up, and became I I think you could call him one of the best defenses in the league last oh, year. Oh, easily, yeah, yeah, top five defense. Knowing that and knowing ownership and saying we're that close, like our defense was good enough. We didn't we didn't we didn't pull it off against the Rams, but we had a hell of a year on defense. We're that close. We're one piece away, maybe on defense, and one piece away on offense. Do you think they think they're that close, or do you think that they think that they need several pieces? I think they probably think they're that close watching that Super Bowl and going, hey, we we could have done that. What was the score of the Rams-Cowboys at the end? Eight points, wasn't it? Yeah, I think that's right. And see, that, that – But it wasn't that close if you watched a, the game. It wasn't, but that's a player and a half. Yeah. And whether that player and a half is – Offense or defense. Defense, you got to choose. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to tell you something. If, if if we and, and I I try to tell everybody if we would have had that run stopping guy if you looked at that Super Bowl one guy that hasn't been talked about that if it had been the Cowboys or even if it would have been uh, Tom Brady he would have got raked over the coals the quarterback for the Rams have you heard anything? Anybody said anything about the Rams quarterback? He ra- he's supposed to have been raked over the coals. Yeah. We killed Matt Ryan last year, remember? Yep. We raked him over the coals. What in the world? Da, da, da. This dude is getting a free ride. Because he's young. Yeah. He's getting a free ride, bro. Because uh, oh, Falcons been- gave up. So many. They had a huge lead at halftime. Brother, but I'm telling they you. They deserved some. Uh, yeah, but you know what, man? You got- you had to, just 18 games ago, you had the greatest passing game, your greatest game ever known in football. That's what they said the Rams in Kansas City was. To me, that was a sloppy mess. But you you supposed to be able to do something as a quarterback in the Super Bowl. You're supposed to be able to do something. So now, are you saying that Belichick and his staff are so smart to it made him nothing? That's what That's what you're saying, right? Me? No. Yeah, because it, no, I don't you can't have that. both ways now. You can't have both ways. Well, I'm just saying you were comparing. No, I'm how, saying how, ranking uh, him over the coals. No, no, he's not Matt Ryan. Ryan. He's not Matt Ryan. But I'm saying this quarterback is not getting raked over the coals like if, if any other quarterback would have got raked over the coals. Mm-hmm. You, 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 what I'm trying to say is if the Cowboys would have made it where that they couldn't have run, ran, I wonder what he would have torched our secondary, mm. because he his last two or three games of the year was not electrifying. No. His playoffs were not electrifying, and you guess what? If I can figure out that the coach is talking to him up until the last fifteen seconds, then all of a sudden, the last fifteen seconds, I just switch my defense. I switch my back end of my defense. That's what. That's what. That's what Belichick did. He just switched the back end of his defense. Now when he dropped back. And see, he had him so uh, flustered to even when it, late in the game, when Brandon Cook could have caught it a touchdown, mm-hmm. dude knocked it out of his hands, went back to him again, interception. Come on, man. This quarterback, all these receivers, I'll put them together. They did not do the job, my friend. What happened to Todd Gurley? 
Yeah, he got girly rised. I mean, that's your – I mean, when you lose your number one receiver, that's your other playmaker that has to step up, and he never did, and he might have been injured, and they might have hit it. I don't know. They hit us with smoke and mirrors. They – they. I got to give it to their coach, Todd – is it – Sean McVeigh? Sean McVeigh. I think I'm Todd McVeigh. Oh, Jesus. Sean McVeigh. He did something, and I heard somebody say this on the radio – can't take credit for it, but he hit he hit us with smoking mirrors. Yeah. Because when it all boiled down, once they lost, uh, was it the Cup guy? Some pronouncing Cooper Cup. Mm-hmm. Once they lost him, they have a two guys really that was Brandon Cooks and Gurley. And he they had, they had a thousand yard receiver, didn't they? I understand they had a thousand yard receiver. But he did that with scheme and smoking mirrors. Because mm. when it all came down to making a play, Brandon Cooks, Artar Gurley was not making plays. And so now when they took them guys away on certain situations, where was Robert Wood? Yeah. Where was my, my boy C.J. Anderson? Come on, man. Yeah, New England's defensive line made plays. Yeah, they had a dude 6'2", 345 pounds. I don't know his name, but I promise you the Rams do. Will, Will, <laughs> Will McClay, if you're listening to this show, which there's 0% chance, please draft a fire plug to put right in the middle of this defensive line so Boom. so Nate will have something to talk about. So my boy Antoine Woods will get beat to death and be yes. tired by the end <laughs> yes. of the year. Because one of two things will happen. If we don't draft a guy like that, then Nate's going to say we need a guy like that. And if we do, then we can t- at least watch him during training camp and have something to talk about during training camp. But, no, and I'm, I'm with you, though. But I'm with you. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm not against you. I, I, I like it. I think we need that. The three, we talked about this, us three. I think, and you can take them in any order, <laughs> defensive lineman, a wide receiver, or running back. That's, that's my three things. That I'm craving for in the draft. They can take them in any order. I'm not going to be mad. But I, I, if you're going – Defensive lineman, wide receiver, what was the other one? Running, running back. Okay. That's just my – because – Safety and tight end, you're okay it, it, with, See, right? the thing about it, yeah. The thing about it, we could have those guys here. We, but are they going to be healthy? Are they going to give me 15 games, 13 games? Because if you're only going to give me 10 games, 12 games, we're running into the same deal because you're stressing the guys that are not getting hurt. And in these games, you get tired. You get beat up. You get ran over. You get double teamed. You get knocked on your behind. D-line, wide receiver, and, and running back. back those me. are your three biggest concerns. Yeah. Which one of those, if you were going to go spend money on a, a big-time free agent, which one of those would, do you think experience is more important than drafting and developing? I, I would, I, I would, uh, huh, if I, I don't know. Or would you just draft young and try to develop all of them? If I had to get somebody in the free agency, you going to get that safety? Mm-mm, I'm going to get the big run, big run stopping dude in the middle, big run stopping dude, uh, 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 uh running back, somebody wide moving? receiver. I may have to draft. <laughs> There's a history of receivers. Like Anquan Bolden, Sproul. Not well. Sproles is a scat back, but there's the kind of guy you're talking about that could help the offense. There's yeah. there's more of a history of those guys finding them, yeah, than a than a bad ass defensive tackle, yeah, you, in free agency. Kurt, who are your what are your three your your three positions to address in the draft or free agency? Defensive line for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, Inside or outside guy. I want the well, inside guy. Inside, but it, I think if you well, if you consider D Law a free agent, yeah, he's. I mean, he's going to be important. You're going to have to sign him. Mm-hmm. Safety still concerns me. Um, Heath and and Woods are, I think they're solid, but they're not game changers. And maybe that's not as important they, these days. Nate we talked about it a little bit earlier. Yeah, but I don't. You know, after that, you don't really have anything. And. You know, wide receiver is still a concern. I guess that would be a you want, especially with Beasley being up, you got to have to do something there. You really only have two guys that you're sure about in uh, Cooper and Gallup. After that, everybody's kind of fighting for spots. Yeah. But what about you, Doug? 
the I'm sorry, I was talking to Kent. What's the what's the question? Your three your three positions that you're you would go after in either draft or free agency. That I'm the same as Nate. Uh, in fact, at the end of the the Rams playoff game, I, that was my tweet was uh, a backup running back to Zeke with speed, uh, a number two wide receiver that is a bigger target uh, to help Dak out, mm-hmm. and defensive line, just defensive line all day. I mean, how many years ago was it that Will Fork kind of showed up? in New England and had a great playoff run and everybody was blown away by how power, how great an interior lineman could be. And I talked to Nate about this and he talked about guys throughout history, like refrigerator Perry, Jerome Brown, but the modern league after Wilfork showed up, a bunch of teams have found that guy and we haven't, I mean, Woods is great, but like Nate said, you, he, he'll wear down. If you're depending on him to, you know, play a bunch of snaps for 16 games. See, Malik, Malik, man, is as athletic as he is. He ain't giving us. He, you got certain certain spots like your, your 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 one technique or your three technique. You don't never want to worry about. Oh, that, oh, that oh, we got 13 games. You you just check. You you pre-check them. Mm-hmm. You know, like going through the airport, you know, you got a pre-check card, you just <laughs> walk right on through them and say, we got you, no problem. You know, that's how them guys are supposed to be on the inside. Yeah. You know, I think between Darius, I think between uh, – what's the other guy? Oh, man, I'm, I'm, I'm losing it. I know I took a vacation. He had a great year this year. Outside or inside from, guy? From Nebraska, outside guy. Gregory? Yeah, yeah, Randy oh, Gregory. Gregory. Yeah. See, we all forgot, forgot about him, but yeah. you can't forget about him because he he won our off-field concerns always. Mm-hmm. So if this guy continues to develop, take care of Demarcus Lawrence, Armstrong come on, uh, charge and go, you know, somebody take charge and then take him up to the woods for about six months and let him see another side of life, come back ready. <laughs> Another side of life in the woods. Let, let, let me say, what I'm saying is, you know, most people that live up in the country, you people think they poor, they they rich, but they, you know, mm-hmm. you just take them over there with some some of my poor friends up in the country and let them see the other side of life for real. You think you <laughs> you'll be hungry to come out of them woods? Oh, hey, you have been, I'm, Let me say this here, man. You can go up in certain parts of Georgia in the country. Used to be Florida, especially down 301, where you can just go off the highway, make a right or a left on either side of the highway, and you go back about a quarter of a mile, and and you, you be like, folks living back there, bro, mm-hmm. with hogs and mm-hmm. goats and <laughs> septic tanks. Septic tanks. <laughs> yeah. I don't want no. Yeah, and, I, and you be like. What's up, big dude? They be glad to see you. What's up? How you doing, man? I'm doing all right. Come on in and eat. No, I don't want to eat, but I just want to come make sure y'all was all right. You need some? No, we doing fine. And, and we need to take some of my players back there and let them see that other side of life. How, you know that, how that works? Where the pigs be squealing in the morning. Because they be like, man, who going to get it today? <laughs> one, of, one of them's getting eaten. <laughs> yeah. I grew Chicken, up. Chickens in early in the morning, they, they, chickens so smart. So they look and see if you got a bowl in your hand. If you got a bowl in your hand, they know you're going to feed them. If you ain't got that bowl in your hand, they run it. Yeah. Because they know your neck. <laughs> got that, yeah, cleaver behind your back. Yeah. You know what really bothers me about doing this show this week and last week? What's that? Is I can't laugh. Because if I start laughing, I will start coughing, and I won't be able to stop. Wow. Yeah, you've had a cough. Yeah, so every time I You're still recovering from Mexico, get that lice mm-hmm. on, man. I'm not contagious anymore. I was bad when I got back from Mexico, but I can't laugh like I want to. Because when Nate says something, I want to laugh, but I know I'll start coughing, and I won't. But be you, able you, to recover. You, you, in Louisiana, I've been to Louisiana where mm-hmm. I, I've turned down them roads, man. And see, the thing about it is. Yeah, at certain hours of the night, you don't turn down these roads. <laughs> yeah. But during the day, you turn down the road, man, and you'd be like, oh, man, I didn't know this was back here. Yeah, I grew up on a dirt road. Yeah. 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 Right. I'm yeah. telling you, man, I'm telling you. It's a, it's another it, – there's the other side of the tracks, and then there's 
Yeah, then there's deliverance. Those, yeah. those places. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yep. All right, let's take a quick break. When we come back, we'll finish out the show with Tay White on Hanging with the Boys. You're like me and you love. I mean, if you have a thing, then cutting the cord is scary. But then I found out I could switch to DirecTV now and still get the live sports I love. No satellite needed, no bulky hardware, no annual contract. Just get the live sports you love. Try DirecTV now for $10 a month for three months. Visit DirecTVnow.com. DirecTV now. More for your thing. That's our thing. Use code REALDEAL. Limited time. Price for a little, little package. After three months, we use monthly at full price. Currently minimum $40 unless canceled. Prices may change. New subscribers only. Cancel anytime. Content varies by package and may be limited. Restrictions apply. It's time for tailgating with the OtterBox boys. OtterBox? The overprotected phone case company? Yep. And they've got an essential tool for your next tailgate party. The bear-resistant venture cooler. Now wait. In all my tailgating days, I've never seen bears tackling brats on the blacktop and you never will because a venture cooler with a locking kit is basically bear repellent can't wait to try it out at my next tailgate that's been tailgating with the otterbox boys visit otterbox.com to learn more about their certified bear resistant venture coolers you want the most interesting up to the minute dallas cowboys news straight from the star in frisco how about exclusive and on command that's right news and nuggets you can't find anywhere else with our exclusive cowboys content on alexa you can have all the answers, secrets, stories, and more. What's Stephen Jones thinking during a game? What's Joe Looney's favorite pregame meal? We take your questions to Cowboys players and coaches, and you can hear the answers directly back to you. Just say, Alexa, open Dallas Cowboys. Now's a good time to tell you that SeatGeek is the new source of tickets for all your football needs this season. SeatGeek makes managing tickets easy, whether it's buying or transferring to a friend, They even tell you the best deals for every game based on their deal score technology, which rates every seat on historical data, price, and location. Download the SeatGeek app on your phone and take $20 off your first purchase using code DALLAS at checkout. SeatGeek. Life's an event. We have the tickets. A man's Stetson doesn't just protect him from life's elements. It projects an unstoppable and legendary spirit, just like the men wearing silver and navy on the field every Sunday. Since 1865, Stetson hats are American-made with pride right here in Texas. They are still the official crown of all self-respecting cowboys. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Find Stetson hats in the pro shop or at Stetson.com today. Back to Hanging with the Boys. Kaboo is a festival-like no other, and it's coming to AT&T Stadium May the 10th through the 12th. The Killers, Kid Rock, Sting, Leonard Skinner, Little Big Town, Dennis Miller, and over 50 more legendary acts will be live at the multi-stage event taking place inside and outside AT&T Stadium, Caboo, Texas. It's a one-of-a-kind sensory experience that brings music, art, comedy, culinary, fashion, and indulgences together, which means a lot of alcohol, for a weekend <laughs> that you won't want to miss. Buy your passes now before they sell out at kabootexas.com. That's Kaboo, Texas, K-A-A-B-O-O, Texas.com. You going to that? You're a big concert guy. Well, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not a festival guy. So I'm no? Sure. That sounds pretty cool. But it it's not really a go, festival when it's at home. I was, like, yeah, if I was yeah. going to go, it would be that one. It's, yeah. It sounds pretty cool. Well, welcome to the show for the final Tell segment. What? Taylor Stern. Thank you. Happy birthday, Taylor Stern. Thank you. Oh, happy Thank birthday. You. Appreciate it. 21? 21 again. It's amazing. Yeah. It's amazing how, how does it feel? Feels amazing. How does it feel to work for the Cowboys since you were 16? Basically, <laughs> I know. Yeah. That was a good year for me. High Six, school. 16? High school working for the Cowboys. Yeah. Just so much fun. What did you do for your birthday? Did you do anything fun? I just came into work and enjoyed, but yes, I was in Vegas this weekend for a oh, bachelorette trip, if that's what you're getting oh, wow. to. How was that? It was good. Yeah. Reliving some memories. And Kurt, were you on the Vegas trip that Shannon planned two years ago? Oh, uh, yeah. Retreat? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Where y'all going this year? L.A. Going to L.A. next next week? Next week. Next it's week. Tuesday. We fly out on Tuesday and uh, going was... to Disneyland and California Adventure and... Speaking of that, Kay, our good friend Kay, was mm-hmm. listening. She said, we do have President's Day off. We do. Mm-hmm. So we have basically the whole, the whole week, week off. whole week off next week. Wow. Yeah. So no show, I'm guessing, Monday. Well, next week, I guess. I don't know how they're going to do that. Yeah. Well, no show, Nate. Go back to Florida. Were no, you in I, Florida I, this weekend? I, when is Valentine's? Thursday. Thursday. Okay. He wore his Valentine's pink today. 
I'm glad. Nate's been all over America this last week. <laughs> yeah, he's like, been to Midland. He went to Covington, Louisiana. He went back to Orlando. All of this in, in about one a week? five day stretch. Yeah, slept one night. Got back at three o'clock this morning and still made this show. He's dedicated. Dedicated. You want to hear what I want brought for Tay what today? Well, it's about another lineman just like you who is dedicated as well. Back to getting onto the field, Travis Frederick. He sat down with Mike Leslie and WFAA. Mm-hmm. I always pronounce that wrong. Um, yesterday and said he's pretty much going to be ready for uh, March and April workouts, mm-hmm. which is incredible because mm-hmm. they were talking to him about like some of the lowest times of his life. And you guys know being here at the Star, um, the Star is a lot bigger than Valley Ranch, first of all. Yes. But – from the locker room to training table, that's probably how many feet? Less than a football field, right? Uh, yeah, probably about 50 yards. 50 yards? 40, 50 yards, yeah. He said at one point it was he didn't even go to lunch because he could not walk from the locker room really? to the training table. So well, We noticed when all that first started coming out that his – like his gait changed, like the 1, way he would walk and his posture, and it looked like he just didn't look like the same guy. You know, Nate picked up on that immediately. Well, yeah, so, I mean, couldn't, so he was struggling just to walk from from the locker room wow. to the training table. Couldn't p- pick up his children. He has two young kids under the age of three or four, I think. Mm-hmm. Couldn't pick them up. Couldn't mm. put them to bed. He said it was just detrimental of all escapes. And then, you know, they kind of asked him about the football season. And he said, yeah, there was a lot of jealousy because he just wanted to be out there. It's not jealousy of another person. Mm-hmm. But he was competitive with himself. Yeah. So he's going to be back. So he's going to make it to workouts and then just – Yeah. So is he is – he, a hundred percent, or is, did he even go into that, or like, is he just kind of taking it one day at a yeah. time still and tr- going to try to see what he can do? Off I season? remember when he was on Cowboys Hour back in December, and he said like ninety percent. He said, but percentages are so weird mm-hmm. to say that because it's like today I'm picking up weights, but tomorrow I could be doing something else. Like he said, there's different things that he's like fully back to. Yeah, all over his life. So, so Nate, if if he's able to come back and he's able to get into training camp and have a have a full off season of workouts and everything, and he's back, back to his old self. How does that change the dynamic of this offensive line? Because Looney did a great job of filling in, but he's still no Travis Frederick when Travis is one hundred percent. That right there, if he if he come back in a hundred percent of himself, not the depth we have at on our offensive line is tremendous. Now, 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 Rod Smith becomes a different running back. Now Zeke becomes that monster that we truly knew. You know, because now Zeke, Zeke, every time Zeke touched the ball, it's kind of adventure. Well, when Travis was there, it wasn't an adventure. We knew he was, we knew the majority of the time he was getting to the line of scrimmage with minimal force. Whereas when he left, it, it was a it was a job getting sometime getting back to the line of scrimmage where he'd go back to back to back to back runs and not have a whole game where we may have two uh, one-yard games, no negative games. Where in first part of the season, if you had negative yardage, he had uh, second and two. So you know, just two, three-yard losses and, and stuff. Yeah, fumbles. Man, I, they just get me excited. Kind of lose my. Nate's throwing water bottles around if, the studio. If he comes back, that our quarterback becomes this much smarter. Because mm-hmm. now he making the call. Frederick is making the initial calls. And if something changes, he can you know, him and Frederick all on the same page. It exactly. Just, it just takes our offense to a new level, okay? And it changed the way you you can draft too. And and Looney <clears throat> then becomes he can play what? Guard guard position. Yeah, and, and then go back to the and even go back to the uh Looney the heavy Looney. Jumbo. Jumbo, Jumbo Joe. Yeah. yeah, so I mean Wow, you, you think it's going to be tricky with the draft because they're probably not going to know for sure till training camp if he. Can. That's what I'm saying. That's true. Yeah, mm-hmm. but another thing is too is if he comes back, a lot of people were talking about at the start of the season, and I'll give Joe Looney credit. I think they really figured it out after the bye week. But communication, just kind of what he yeah. said, you know, Dak becomes smarter, these guys become yeah. smarter because Travis Frederick is one of the best communicators. I mean, Romo used to say that all the time. Dak says that all the time. I'm sure Kellen Moore will say that, too, because yeah. he's actually played with them, and now yeah. he's the offensive coordinator. So it's huge. But, I mean, can you even imagine if some – and Travis is such a regiment kind of guy. Mm-hmm. And can you imagine what it was like hearing, like, 
there's nothing you can do about this at all but just be patient and keep working and keep staying positive because it really wasn't anything he could have done differently. Yeah. It's just his body. And it puts it in perspective, too, whenever you – the game's one thing, but when you have two young kids yeah. that you don't know if you'll ever be able to pick them up again, that puts it in a whole different perspective to where it's like, okay – Let's just get better. We'll worry about football later. Let's just figure all this other stuff out. Well, and so. Nate knows you're playing a lineman position, which is already one of the hardest positions on a person's body, and then you add this too. I mean, that's unfathomable. Yeah. But mm. yay for Travis. Yeah. He is the best. be good to see that guy back out there. Hope, good, Your beard brother. Good thoughts, Travis. Good thoughts. Before you go, Tay, yes. we got Ray. He's been holding on the whole time. Solid Ray, are dude. you still there? Yep, I'm here, guys. All right, we got Taylor with us, so – She's going to jump in on this as well. What yeah. you got today? Um, I listened to some of the stuff that Nate was saying, and, and you know, try to stay. I think the Cowboys are blessed. I think the fans are blessed. Um, I think we don't look at the opportunity that we have ahead of us and how good this team is going to be. But saying that, there's a few things that I'm, I'm, I'm tired of. You guys just came on here and talked about Travis Frederick and what he's going through and, and how he wants to play in his heart. And uh, we got Demarcus Lawrence, and he needs to be paid. Um, the other thing Nate was touching on, or what, was the running back and defensive tackle Anton Woods. This guy's out there breaking his heart, playing his guts out, and a name I'm tired of hearing is David Irving. Where is he? Why are why are we constantly? I know that he's got talent, and I know he's a good player, but if he doesn't play. What good is he? I think we're I think we're letting a lot of our guys down, and uh, it needs to be addressed. I think that will be addressed. Uh, Can't imagine Irving will be back. Huh? Yeah, thanks for the yeah, call, Ray. Yeah, good points, good. man. Absolutely. Thank you guys for the opportunity. You bet. See, you know, one of my things is you know, talent to me is is like potential. You know, unless you go out on the field and perform, I really don't care about it. Now, as a scout, as a general manager, as an owner, as a coach, you have to care about that. But as a player, once I started playing and the season started playing, and you keep telling me how, hey, Shannon got all the potential in the world. Shannon got, but 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 my girl Tay is on the field balling, giving me what she got. Yeah, it ain't as great as, as Shannon, but I I can depend on her. I can't depend on you. You starting to, you starting to make as a head coach. You over there telling me how great he is, man. Come on, I, I, this this is what's happening. That over there ain't doing nothing. And I'm sorry to you. Sorry to let you down, Nate. <laughs> Shannon. Story of my life. All the potential in the world and just can't quite put it together. But yeah, I'm blaming the head coach. <laughs> yeah. I'm blaming Harry there. I'll be Harry, Harry Hippie. I'll be Hippie Harry. i blamed in the end. Yep. Hip Harry? Is that his Harry name Hippie. over here? Harry, yeah. <laughs> I mean... This is a miracle. You need to be you need to be working with Brian Urlacher and Deion Sanders. Yeah, you need to be on one of those billboards. Oh, you yeah. think so? Harry, yeah. da- Harry Daniels. <laughs> <laughs> Harry Daniels, welcome but to the show. That is someone's name out there. Like, Harry literally Daniels? someone has named uh, that out there. See, the reason... It might be you. The reason, the reason, we, reason you're not... See, this is one thing a player, our fans, can never say about Mr. Jones and his organization. Like... David Irving can never say nobody tried to help him. Mm-hmm. Not yeah. here in Dallas. That's true. You know that better yeah, than you, anyone. You, you, can go, you can go somewhere else and maybe run that one, but you can't never say that. Greg Hardy, you can't never say, oh, man, Mr. John. Randy Gregory. Yeah. Tank, Tank Johnson, whatever. You can't never say that here. Yep. You know, because the man would bend over backwards to the point where his, his uh, people that he's got in place were saying, come on, man, come, come on, man. So, unless, like I said, somebody asked me about Irving doing the thing in Louisiana. I said, let me tell you something. Here in the next two or three weeks, if he changes his mind and decides that he want to be something special, he's going to have that opportunity. But it's going to come a day when people going to say, nah, brother, do it somewhere else. Yeah. You know, because if – if he would have committed himself to the Dallas Cowboys the way the Cowboys have committed themselves to him, that Rams game, I ain't saying we would have won, but that thing would have looked different. Mm-hmm. You know, it'll look much different, I think. Yeah. 
Well, Kurt, thanks for showing up. Yes, sir. Hair's looking good, man. It is looking good. Nate, thanks for bringing it as always. Taylor, happy birthday. Thank you. It was a treat to be out here. Thanks for coming on the show with us. It's a treat every Monday. Thanks to the callers. Did you say send the Doug? Thanks to the listeners. Doug, thanks for doing what you do. Kent. What? He cut off. (laughs) Bring, bring, bring. Kent, thanks for pushing the buttons. No show Monday, I guess. I don't know. We'll have to see what this Wow, man, it's messed up, man. Maybe Ain't no dedication to our show maybe no more. Maybe tune in. Maybe we'll be here. Maybe we won't. Figure that out, huh? Call we'll figure it. it out. Just Great calls, calls today, today, man. Yeah, good calls. Weren't Great many. calls, You know what? Man. Maybe, maybe next time we're on, we do nothing but take calls. Sure. I tried to get him to do that today, y'all, but he said, no, he wanted to talk. <laughs> yeah, needed to talk today. I was actually to not having a coffin fit today. So, <laughs> All right, we will be back maybe next Monday, maybe the Monday after. We'll have stories from California, maybe, when we get Yeah, definitely. Harry Daniels. Harry Daniels' (laughs) Wild Adventure in California. How about that? Sounds like a children's book. Next time on Hanging with the Boys. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys?